0: We'll do a review of the kuteh sicha's chalik yudalad, and this is the second sicha for the parshas vayeschanon. In this uh, sicha, there is a discussion about the two special mitzvahs that we learn about in the mitzvah in the parsha of Kriya Shema, which is. First of all, the reading of the Shema that one needs to do in the morning and in the evening. Twice every day one reads the Shema. And we also learn about the mitzvah of studying Torah. And the study of Torah is a continuous mitzvah. And the Rebbe is going to explain, according to the inner meaning of things, uh, why the Shema has two specific times, morning and evening. Based upon it, the Rebbe explains that, that the concept of the Shema is to unite, to take the darkness, to take the night, to take together with the light, to work within the world, and we read twice a day, once in the morning and once at night time, to sort of bring godliness and to impact godliness into the world. As opposed to the mitzvah of study of Torah, Torah is continuous. It's not divided into the time, as the Rebbe will explain, that Torah in essence remains aloof and higher from the world, and therefore it is not given into the distinctions and the differences of time. The Rebbe uses this introduction, this is also a seum, a conclusion on the entire Talmud. The Talmud begins with the Meseches Baruchas and ends with Meseches Nida. So the Rebbe ties together, explains the sentences at the end of Meseches Nida and the two seemingly unrelated ending pieces of the Meseches and the Rebbe brilliantly connects them as well as with the beginning of the Sikha, but for that we'll have to wait in the Sikha. it's a little bit of a uh, detailed and a lot of Hasidic concepts over here but we'll work it through one step at a time first Rebbe starts off a nice Aleph, that there is a a certain uh, relationship between these two special mitzvahs of Shema and the Torah and learning, studying Torah which are both uh, learned from the same verse, they come from the same source and yet there is a a big difference that the mitzvah of Shema is twice every day whereas the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, study Torah, is a continuous mitzvah and it would seem uh, the Rebbe said it would be the other way around, where Torah study is something which is logical, which a person needs to understand in order to make the bracha. So there seems to be more differences uh, in the human being, the way he learns. There's daytime, there's nighttime, there's various uh, chazals that everyone brings down, which show that there are different parts of the Torah are during different times of the day. But yet, We don't find any two times a day, any distinction between uh, day and night. But when it comes to the mitzvah of Shema, which is the basically Kabbalah so'il malchul shemayim, accepting the yoke of heaven, which seems to be a constant. We need to constantly be accepting the yoke of heaven. So why is this mitzvah been... uh, specifically divided into twice a day, which seems like it should be one flow, one mitzvah. And it turns out that it's just the reverse. So That's the opening. ois Aleph. Let's read inside. There are two main mitzvahs that are explained, articulated in our portion of this week, in the portion of Eschanan. That's in the portion of the Shema Yisrael. So, mitzvahs Kriya Shema, the mitzvah of reading the Shema, and also mitzvahs Talmud Torah. There is a mitzvah of studying Torah. These are two technically separate mitzvah. One is to read twice a day the Shema, and also there's a separate mitzvah that one must study Torah. So, be'av she'sneym nichtovim be'posuk echad. So, although that they are both written in the same verse the possek says <speaking in Torah> which is of course teaching torah learning torah speaking in torah, <speaking in torah> and then it says <speaking in Torah> so the learning of torah is from the first part of the possek and the B'shoch of Kumecha is the two times that we have to read the Shema b'shoch when you lie down and you wake up. So these are all one Pasek. And there's also another relationship that it's not just that they're in the same posik Upsak Dinhu, this is actually a ruling of Halacha that if a person should read just the Shema, the Bekriya Shema Shachris V'arvis, that a person who recites, reads the Shema as the mitzvah is to do in the morning and the evening. So inevitably he's reading the portion of Shema which are verses of the Torah. Mekayim mitzvah v'laylo A person fulfills the mitzvah, the requirement that it says that you should uh, be diligent in the Torah study day and night. So he read the Shema in the morning and the night He fulfilled that mitzvah. So we see that reading the Shema and reading those verses, inevitably also the person fulfills already the mitzvah of study of Torah as well. And And on the other hand also, through Talmud Torah is Shinun Kikriya Shema, that if a person studies Torah that is considered Vishantam equal to the Shema. This is the opinion the Rebbe quotes here from the Yerushalmi, it talks about that Rav Shimon Bar Yochai did not even interrupt for the reading of the Shema. He would study Torah. In the Bavli it says that he would interrupt, he would stop, but he would stop for reading the Shema. In Yerushalmi it says that he did not, because to him the study of Torah, the Shinun, uh, of Torah was equal to Kriya Shema so basically you see that according to that view just that conceptually and the Rebbe brings down the others here further details but conceptually you see that when you study Torah that equals the reading of the Shema he doesn't need to read the Shema according to that uh, sentence but notwithstanding that there is uh, an exemption that you fulfill the mitzvah of Torah through uh, the Mitzvah Shema. You also are exempt from Krishna, according to that view in Yerushalmi, by uh, studying Torah. But yet, there is a big difference between these two mitzvahs, the mitzvah of Shema, and the mitzvah of the study of Torah. The mitzvah Shema, the obligation of the mitzvah, of reading the Shema, Who Shema, is twice every day, once in the morning, and once in the evening. As it is explicit here, in this posse, twice a day, when you lie down, when you get up. Each one of these readings of the Shema, the one of the morning, and the one of the night, is a matter of, Independent by themselves. What does it mean that it's by themselves? It's not a continuous, it's not related to each other. Each one is their own mitzvah. One mitzvah to read at night and one mitzvah to read in the morning. This is also evident, also from the fact that we make the blessing of the Shema twice every day. We do it, B'shachris. We do it in the morning and we and we do it in the evening. If it would be one mitzvah, why would we have to make the Birchhas Krishna in the morning and also Birchhas Krishma in the afternoon? Uh, in the evening, You should in the night time. Should make the one bracha, and that would include both. It's one mitzvah, no. So this is proves to us that the Shachris and Arvis are two separate mitzvahs. So it's divided in two, but not only is it divided in two, two independent mitzvahs. That's Shishma. mitzvah is Talmud Torah. As opposed to the mitzvah of the study of Torah, Eino mechulekas lechyuvim nefrodim is not divided into separate obligation. obligations in the times. So they or night to so say you have to learn torah a day you have to learn torah a night it's not been distinguished like that this is one obligation to study torah which is a constant this is a continuous it's a continuous uh, obligation the chol in the entire time of the day and the night there is an obligation to study torah and also for that reason, we only make the blessing, we do it in the other brachas over there for, but we only do it once a day. Now, if a person should Learn consecutively, you can say we have to make it once a day because he hasn't interrupted. But that's what the Rebbe adds. Even one who is not accustomed but to learn it to parts a little bit here, a little bit there. So if it was separate mitzvahs, then he would have to make a separate bracha because he stopped the learning and he's learning again. But key, it doesn't make a separate bracha, because the obligation to study, this is one continuous flow, obligation of study that has no interruption. So this four, this uh, tells us that there is a difference between the obligation of Shema, which is twice a day, two separate times, and Torah is an obligation, the study Torah is a continuous throughout the day. But the Rebbe says logically it should be different. But Tzarek Lohavin, need to understand, L'chayre would seem it's from the perspective of their idea of what it meant, Haray it would make sense the other way around. Talmud, Torah, the study of Torah... That is a matter which is tied to understanding and grasping. person needs to understand what they are studying. mitzvah, because the obligation of the mitzvah of study is Torah, is to understand the item that you're studying. If a person doesn't know that which he is saying when we're studying the oral Torah, so the written Torah, just by saying the verses, you're fulfilling the mitzvah. But to fulfill the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, but the oral Torah, if he doesn't know what he's saying, then he had not fulfilled the mitzvah of study of Torah. You don't make a bracha. So, its Torah study is something which is associated with a person's understanding and grasping. You're not just reading something. You need to understand it. Since there is changes in the person's understanding and grasping, and all times are not equal, so, therefore, logically, it would make sense to tie the mitzvah of studying Torah to the definitions of time, to the time bound by Ischalkus of and to the changes and the, the divisions that are in time. There is day, there is night, there is. And more specifically, we actually find, not only is it generally connected to understanding, which the understanding of the person is not always the same, but especially we find, we find that the understanding is different when a person studies at the daytime, or when he studies at nighttime. As we say, for example, quoting, that anybody who studies during the daytime, so then, uh, from the Gemara, that uh, learning in the daytime it's uh, sharper, so there is a uh, special association learning in the daytime. And got Agode Mefurish, and it's also very clearly uh, brought down, Agode, uh, this is in the Yalkut uh, Shemayni, it's brought down over there, that Minayin Hoya When did Moshe, how did Moshe know when he was on the mountain? How did he know when is daytime? How did he know when is nighttime? When Hashem would teach him uh, Mikra, So so then he would know that it's daytime. And at the time that he would teach him Mishnah, So basically, this would be the written Torah, and that was daytime, and when he would teach in the Mishnah, then he knew that it's nighttime. So we see that there is a time for learning Mikra, there's a time for learning Mishnah, so we see that as the Torah was given, there was a change what the study of Torah was, according to the changes of the times of day and night. As opposed to the mitzvah of Shema, the idea of Shema is to accept Hashem's, the yoke of His kingdom. And the unity of Hashem, the Holy One, blessed is according to Midi, this is something which a person needs to constantly remember. That needs to be but every one and one of Israel. Since that the remembering of Hashem's kingdom and His blessed unity is a obligation constantly so then, logically, there should not be changes, these chalkus and differences, and changes because of the change of times of day and night. So how come Kriya Shema, which is similar, seemingly, should not be associated to time, is associated to time, it's associated to day and night? And Torah, which seems to be something which is logical, and something which we find that hinges on day and night over here. We don't have day and night, but rather it's a continuous. In Ois Bay's, the Rebbe is going to explain that this separation of Yom Valayloh that we have, the Mitzvah of Shema, is not represent the division, but rather it represents the uniting force to bring together the two, yom and the Laila. The Rebbe, in the next three oisyois, in Beis, Gimel, and dalid, the Rebbe is going to explain various aspects of how the reading of the Shema and the way the person does the echod, which means that he unifies and he takes the uh, different aspects of yom. And Laila, and he makes it all into Echad. Let's see in Oyuz Beis. So, therefore, it turns out that reading it in two separate times is not dividing it up, but rather it's uniting the fact that life is such that it is divided by day and night, and human life is changed day by day. Uh, every day is a new is a new day, so to take these two aspects of the day, the night and the day, and to bring him in onto the unity of Hashem. The Aleph should be in the Ches and the Dalad, as we will see inside the Sikh. Let's look inside Beis. So the explanation in this, A person's life are divided into days. It's not one continuous life. There is a day, one day, day two. The Rebbe brings down from the Gomorrah and Nozir, there's two opinions over there, but days are inherently separated from each other. And uh, the lotion of the Zoyer is that every day and day. So the day is an inherent div- division, the way the human life is divided by each day that the person lives. And And how do you get a full one day, a whole day? That when you combine, you have a day and a night, that makes a day. As the says, It was evening, then it was morning, and then that made it one day. So, in this, in this posik of Vahi Ere Vahi Echod, it's hinted the main goal of the service of man. The goal of the person is to make for him, Hashem blessed, a dwelling place in the lower world. What does it mean to bring Hashem down into the lower world so that the lower world remains in its lower state and yet Hashem is revealed and rests over there in the lower world? Ha'inu, <laughs> that is, not to reject in His service that all the existence of world, that there should be no world. He doesn't reject the fact, the existence, that there is a world. Elo, but rather, that this lower world, that as is, it appears as an independent entity, should be made into a dwelling place for him, blessed, that is, even in this existence, in this low existence, yurgosh, it should be felt, that entire Essen is from the true existence of Hashem's true existence. Blessed means that everything is Hashem. The amitas. This is the revelation of the truth of the unity of Hashem because it is, everything is Hashem. But the fact that the person uh, makes the goal is to make this revealed that that true existence should be revealed in the world uh, the true existence of Hashem, that Hashem is everywhere. V'ze nirmaz gamkain. And this is also hinted by Mashin Nemar, this is that is written on the first day of the act of creation. So, being that it's the first day, it gives you the general goals and the general idea of what needs to happen. So, what does the POSIX say? You take the Erev and you take it, and then it comes, and then you make it into Echot. Hakavonehi, the intent here is L'tzarev, to combine, U'lechaber, and to connect. That is which is called the evening and darkness. This, V'hatachten, the low world, is the evening, darkness, low, meaning it doesn't, it's a Metzias, it's a Metzias of a world. Which doesn't sense in essence Hashem uh, in the beginning, uh, and you want to connect it to connect it to the boiker and the light and the supreme, what's higher. Which means connecting the low world which there's nothing lower than it with the higher which there is nothing higher than it the Oz when we combine the air of this world with the baker of the highest level which is called Baker so then who then it becomes uh, one day' one day it means that the Aleph the Alufish al o'ilam, that the ebrisher becomes the chesed the Dalit inside as the rebbe is going to explain. Ukemaimer razal as the saying of our sages. Be pirush echod when they explain the word Sh'may yisrael hashem hashem echod. What does it mean the echod? Here we're using the pasuk Vahi erev vayi boiker, yom echod and we're saying that this yom echod brings about is the goal of echod. What is the yom echod? that we need to uh, have the in mind when you say that the Aleph of the word Echod, that he is one, so that's the Aleph, and then the letter Ches in the word Echod, that he is one in the eighth, eighth includes the seven heavens and the earth, that you get the eighth, and and then the level of Dalet of the word echot that hints to the four sides so you have the Aleph and the Ches and the Dalet especially the Rebbe says especially the way we know by, 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 uh, according to what it's known the emphasis That specifically the Torah uses here the word Shema Yisra, Hashem Alekainu, Hashem Echod doesn't say Hashem Yachid. In a lot of places the question is asked, why does it say Echod? There could be Echod Sheini, but Yachid means only, so we should say Hashem Yachid only. Why is it say Echod? So it explains that Moira at this point. That echod actually shows there is space for some existence besides Him, blessed, besides Hashem. There is a Aleph, there is a Ches, there is a Dalit, and yet that is becomes one. That is the same idea that we're saying that the existence of night. And the night is this world, the olam, is connected and is included in the true mitziyas of yom. Yom is the uh, ruchnis Hashem the Ein and the world is connected. hakriya shema, and this is the work of the reading of the shema. What do we do? Shema Yisrael v'goimer Hashem Echot. When we say Shema Yisrael Shema Chod. So that is the service. Lemailu, lemato, that we have made Hashem the king in above and below and to the four corners. That's above is the seven heavens. And below, that's the Ches and the Dalad Ruches. But in this case, we're talking about six corners because we're not talking about the seven uh, skies but just the six different directions uh, so what is the, we do that to reveal his blessed unity in the world the world is it's obscure it obscures godliness so within the godliness to reveal as the world remains a world and there to reveal the godliness. This is the reason why the mitzvah of reading the Shema is tied to the two times of day and night. So it's not to emphasize the difference and the separation that is between them. But on the contrary, to impact in the two opposite levels, the Yom and laylo, you have Yom and Lailo, and take these two, make them into one day, to reveal his unity in the world. So that's why Dafke the Shema comes in the two times, because that represents that connection of the world in the two aspects of the darkness and the light, of the above and the below, to connect them together and make a yamechak. As opposed to to ha'ilum. toiro does not really, is not captured in the worldly matter. It only dresses up. There's a difference when something is captured, which means it takes on the qualities of this world, or it's just there in a way dresses up. So of course the Torah dresses up in physical matter, all the Torah deals with physical matter, but it does not uh, absorb, not captured by it. It does not connect, it does not relate to this low world, as it is in a metzius of low, in its lowness, it doesn't connect there. Because it's higher than being grasped. And uh, to be changed by the world and in the world. The Torah remains the same. This is even after that it journeyed and it traveled and it went down through all the levels, the hidden the levels, the steps and the persons, this language of the Tanya, the person's thought and speech and action can grab hold of them. So even after that, it's not nitfas, it's not grasped but it's only dressed up over there. That's why the darkness of the world does not uh, obscure on the Torah, as our sages tell us. So it says that the post says, My words are like fire, says Hashem. What does that mean? That just like fire cannot receive, does not become tommy, words of Torah do not become tomei either, which means that it cannot be changed by the worldly matters, it stays above. <speaking in Hebrew> that from the Torah perspective, <speaking in Hebrew> So the Torah looks at it in doesn't see in the world, its existence, its own mitzvah. It doesn't recognize the mitzvah of the world as such. And because of that, that's why also the obligation of the study of Torah, is not defined by the uh, definitions of day and night. There is one continuous mitzvah to study Torah, but it does not dress itself up in the differences in the day and the night because Torah in essence remains uh, like age higher than the world. It doesn't get into the mitzis of the world as opposed to the Shema which changes the world in its existence and therefore there's Yom Valaylo and it connects that and it brings about the light of the Aint into the world. In Oiz base, the Rebbe explained that the reason why Shema is by Yoim or by Layla is because the Avoidah is to connect the Yoim and the Lilo to impact that the Laylo, the Olam, this world, the Rakim Rekim Ve'oretz uh, and Dal Ruch Sushamaim so that in both of these extremes to make them together, make them yayim echot. The Rebbe is going to give now another explanation. The Rebbe is going to explain that there is the yom valila in the since the person is the one that impacts uh, in the world. Um, so it's not just that the person reveals, but he has to impact. And the person is always striving to go from Yoim to the higher level. So the older level is called the Lilo, so that he will always strive. Whenever he reaches to the Yoim, he'll go higher and know that the previous level is the level of Lilo. Let's look inside. Gimel. There is a further explanation in this. In Yonah Shel Krishma Hu, the idea of Kriishma is, as mentioned earlier, to impact that unity of Hashem Echod in the world. The Ein HaPirushepu Shepu Uloso Hirak Ligaliz BaOilom Shehubotl is that the effect of the Shema is to reveal in the world that it is nullified from existence, that it's bottle from its existence. But But the Krishna does that. It doesn't just reveal, but it makes it up. It impacts in this world, is bit. shahu inyan ha which is the idea of unity that there is no separation between the Aleph and the Ches and the Dalit, between the world and the Ein Sof. And as the specific language of our Sages of Blessed Memory mentioned earlier, hakriya when we explained the idea, what is Shema, that Kivon, quote, Dam once you have made Him king, once you have made Hashem king above and below and the four sides of the heaven, four corners of the world, basically you don't need to do anything else. That's already the Shema, that's the whole thing. But the language is here, Amlichtei, It's not that you revealed, but you made him the king. That the Shema Yisroel, when the Yid says it, he makes Hashem the king. That is, that the person makes Hashem king in the world. Since that is the case, that the person is the one that impacts that, That the effect of this subjugation in the world hinges on the service of man. Because he has to accomplish it. So there has to be, we are forced to say that there are changes to the extent, the level, the step of the nullification that is accomplished in the world. Why do we have to say that? Because a person experiences different uh, levels at different times. For not all times are the same or equal the service of man. On the contrary, is true. Service should be in a level of going from strength to strength, which means to go up at all the time from step to a higher step, which is greater than the one before. So basically these steps can be the person's, a Voidah can be defined, is he in a state of yoim? That's when he's at the higher level. The lower level is a state of Laila. It's still darkness because we need the person to work at this and sometimes the person's level is Laila and then it's yoim. But the Rebbe is going to say the person should always, even when he's at the level of yoim, know that he has to go to a higher level. It's understood that in every step that the person reaches and he goes up to That would be the real reading of the Shema the morning Shema because the morning Shema meaning that he's reached there is light, there is a level, there is a high level there. So although that is considered day, the and light, legabi relative to his previous step level. So one must feel, and emes that's not only he should feel that way, but it's really true. mas speak that is not yet sufficient, even though you're shachris, that's not sufficient to hear. So all of Lalois. Darga that he needs to go up now to a greater step. that means that the person needs to feel that the step of the subjugation that he impacts now in the world, who is really Laila which is shel Arvis that it is considered like the night Shema not on a high level, on a dark level like Arvis, relative to the higher step of it which is the day of daylight same thing higher and higher so in this case so what is the effect of that unity, which is the service of of Shema, that changes, and it goes up in the changes of day and night. A higher level is Yom relative to the night that preceded it, and then the slave becomes night next to the level that is forthcoming in the future. L'chein gam so that's why also the mitzvah of reading the Shema is defined by the times of day and night. That fits to the constant and the way of the service works. There is always day and night going from step to step. That applies to the level of Kriya Shema. as opposed to Teiru. Since its aspect is not to impact unity in the world, for the perspective of Torah, the world is negated from being existent. It's not a negated, it's a butler, it's nullified of its existence. And therefore, there doesn't apply this order of the elevations Hanald mentioned before, in the level of bitl, the yom v'laylo, it is on a different level. That's why the Davnik, the Torah, is not uh, defined by yom v'laylo, by day and night. And it's one hemshech echot as far as Torah goes. In Oiz Dalet, the Rebbe continues that there's another distinction between the Shema and the Torah, that by Shema, since it's the service of the person, sometimes by the person it's Yoim, he sees it's a greater level of bitl. sometimes by the person it's the level of Laila, And the person is expected that he needs to serve Hashem both by Yoim and by Laila. How does the person, however, have the koyach to serve also? that comes from an area which is higher than changes, and that is the level of Torah, because the Shema, in addition to being a mitzvah, it's study of Torah as well, as we mentioned earlier. So we we'll look inside. Dalot, there's another difference between them. There's another difference between them since the idea of the reading of the Shema, is the subjugation of the world through the work of man. So we are, has to be, there needs to be, there has to be changes in the level of his service. The human being changes, his hoil. Since the godly light does not shine by the person in all times equally. Sometimes by the person he's like a day, level of day. Sometimes he's in the level of night time. The posse says that a righteous falls seven times and he gets up. So even... At that point, there is sometimes the level of uh, the nephila when he falls. That's a laylo by him. So, therefore, uh, but the intention is uh, to read the Shema and lailo, so that the nighttime not to be impacted by these changes. To serve the service in the causing, affecting the subjugation in the world, even at nighttime, even when the person is not at the height of their level. <speaking in Hebrew> and that's why this is that the Mitzvah Shema is defined in the two types of time, the Yom that in both times there has to be the work of the bitl in the world, that is, that this job is placed upon him, whether it's during the daytime, when godliness shines by him, and then that needs to be a greater bitl, which when it's light time, whether it's a time of obscurity and blockage, which is the level of Balaylo, which is Naita. So that is the level of Kriyashma. Torah is beyond service of the man to impact the world. So over there, the changes of day and night aren't important. Om nom bichdei shi yuchala odom gaber. But in order, the person should be able to strengthen themselves. Vilavoid avaydos a krishma gambalaila. To serve the service of krishma <coughs> also at nighttime when it's dark. Avsha os hu even though that then he's on a low level. Zokukul linisinas koyach medargat kazu then he requires to give him to be given the strength from such a step, from such a level, from which is higher than changes, in order to be able to work even at the low, when you're at the low. Because you're getting a koyach which is higher than changes, that's why he has the possibility, to give the power to overpower, and all the changes, and to also impact a great level of subjugation also during the nighttime bedar and that level of Torah, he should be clear that's the part of toira which is in Shema, because besides Shema being a mitzvah, Kikriyas Shema Avshi mitzvah, all who the Shema is a mitzvah. Yeshva Gam Mailas HaTorah. It also has the advantage advantage of Torah. Kinal, as we mentioned earlier, that with the psukim of, of the Shema, you can be Yitzhah Torah. So Shahat HaTorah Hila Mailam Mikol Shinuyim Kinal. Torah is beyond all the exchanges from the world. It's not dressed up in the. It's not in the world, and therefore, and she is the one that gives the strength to the person when he is in the service of the nighttime that he should be able to impact and may bring about the hakdus and to bring about the even at that level. And now, when I say, the Rebbe is gonna go. To explain, based upon this uh, introduction, to explain the beginning and end of the Talmud, Mesechta and Nida, as we will continue to learn in say. So, based on what we said, that the Torah gives strength in the avoider of the Shema be Arvin, that even during the Arvin you should be able to do your Avedah when it's dark, when you're not at the level when you feel and sense an open level of closeness to Hashem. Uh, and still, you get that power you get from Torah. The Rebbe connects this way the beginning of the Talmud of Broches, which starts with which talks about the Shema in the evening and then with the end of the Gemara, Talmud, with Meseches in which it says, So the Halachas, specifically Halachas, as the Rebbe will explain, which is the level of Torah, which isn't bound by time of the world. It's not in the world. That gives the koyach to the Shema Be'arven. Let's look inside. yesh Based on the above, we can explain the connection. The beginning of the six orders of the Talmud, and the end of the Talmud, B'Gemara. Not in the Mishnah. The Mishnah goes in the Mesechta Tavis, but we're talking about the uh, as more, uh, more Mishnahis. But over here, the Mesechis Nida is the last one. The beginning of the Talmud, Shisha Sidorim, ayrib Bekriya Shema Delaylo. That talks about the Shema of the night time. Starts off with Me'eim Sai Koyrin Shema Be'arvin. When do you start reading the Shema in the evening? The Siyum HaShas. What is the conclusion of the Shas? Tonot Ve'eliyohu. They learned in the Yeshiva of Eliyahu that Kol HaShoyna HaLochiz BeKol Yom. Anyone who studies laws every day, Muftakh shu Ben Oylom Habo. He is guaranteed that he will uh, be meriting the world to come. He'll be a ben son of the world to come. Because the passage says, So we translate the word of haliches, don't pronounce it haliches, but the loss, that of a person who has haliches, is olom loy, gets the world, gets the olom haba. So this is the end of the uh of the Gomorrah. So It's known that in Torah and similar, Kishur, there is a connection between the opening, the beginning, and the end. So what's the connection over here? Hatsi vuli krois Shema bar command to read the Shema in the evening. Shekichol haMitzvus einu mavake shel levich koicha. Just like all Mitzvus, Hashem does not ask of us but what is in our power. So that means if we have to read Shema in the evening in the downtown in the down places when we're down when it's evening, we have the power for that. How do we get the power? The power for this is through Torah. Torah is beyond the changes of evening and morning. The study of Torah is all day. It doesn't connect of these two pieces of evening and morning. So that power of Torah, it's a chiyuv timidi, which is a constant. And that gives the power for the Shema to be done in the Arvin, in the evening. Umidayik, and it says specifically, he doesn't say just to study Torah, but it says, Why specifically halochis? Because the true aspect of Torah, which is beyond any changes, that is mainly visible in the halokha of Torah. Because, when we talk about the give and take, and the pilpul of the Torah, the expounding ideas of the Torah, Torah, so the Torah has not been given, so decided that it has to be, as the Rebbe quotes here from the Yerushalmi, and the Yidin don't have, uh, all exactly the same minds. So when it talks about other areas of Torah, there is differences. See, there is a different idea and these and these the differing opinion are still the world of the living word of the living God, which means there is place uh, for the various different opinions in the general Torah. So there is 70 faces to the Torah and, the, and there's further there is 600,000 faces to the Torah which is in the Shara Gilgulim, this is in the Medrash, the different places Shabuzeh, so when you learn regular Torah, Hare Efsher so there is possibly to be a Bifrat Mitzatot Maloymed, especially from the perspective that the person that learns, because these are all uh, things that are not the, decided one way and there's different possibilities is netiyah, there could be a, a moving away from the true unity which is beyond all the changes although that this too, that discussions that even though they change they differ, The differ although the various interpretation also as possible that it should come from the true unity. Because of all these possibilities, the halacha doesn't necessarily remain like it. But when we talk about alohas, this is one conclusion, the one ruling, without any changes and any tilting in ways, and therefore... The special koyach that we get to read the Shema Ba'arvan is from Kol HaShoyna Halochis, specifically Halochis. <coughs> in Ois Vov, uh, the Rebbe is going to explain the uh, statement that uh, Rabbi Shemaya said to Rabbi Abba. That was right before the last piece that we mentioned before, Kol HaShoyna Halochis B'Khal Yoy Miftah Lashu Ben Habo. There is a statement of Rabbi Shmaya to Rabbi Abba, which deals with the laws of Nida. And the Rebbe is going to relate these two pieces, what Rabbi Shmaya said to Rabbi Abba in the discussion over there, with the last statement of Kola Shoina Allah Yom. But first, the Rebbe is going to give the inner aspect of this whole discussion. Of Rab Shmaya and R' Tzadok but first, give a short introduction. There is the time that the woman is called a nida. That is during uh, the ace uh, the 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 the, uh, the menstrual cycle, which comes in once a month, and if the uh, woman sees dam at that time. She's what's called a Nido. And Medin uh as soon as the Dam is uh, finished, it stops. Uh, so then, she can go to the mikvah. By a... Uh, if in there's 11 days in between Nidos and Nidos, if during those 11 days uh, she sees Dam and she becomes a Zova or a Zova G'doyle if she sees three days. That's considered Beloy Es Nidosa, not in the time of Hernidas. So after seeing becoming a Zova, then she needs to count Shiva Nikim. First make sure seven clean days without Dam, and only then can she go to the mikvah. Uh, the Rebbe will explain all these in Yonim according to their inner meaning of uh, Dam. Uh, that Dam represents uh, the negative forces. This was the Klola from uh, Chava, from eating the hadas, And of course as it manif- manifests itself in every Yid. But this manifests itself in this case in the laws of actual Nidus. But The discussion in the Gemara is um, when the woman sees after the uh, days of Nidas, after the seven days of Nidas, when do the 21 days of Zava begin? Does it begin at the night time? Uh, the Nidus ends the daytime, and then after the s- seven days of Nidus at the nighttime, it's already no longer Eis Nidus. So that begins the uh, Yudalef Yoim. But when does the Yudalef Yoim begin? Does it begin at the nighttime that follows the Eis Nidus, or you have to wait till the daytime, or only after the daytime is when the Yudalef Yoim and the seeing three days would only be in a row to become a Zava or a Zava B'loy Esnidasa would be only in the daytime. And this was the discussion so he tried to say that you have to it has to be dafki in the daytime and he told him no it's also in the nighttime. Let's look inside. So the Rebbe brings down vov in Uzvav Alpizeh Yesh Lahazbir based on this that uh, we explained that the power to overcome the Kriyash Mashal Arvin is through the power of uh, Torah, and that's the Shain uh, HaLochas B'chol Yoim, we'll also understand this other idea, the Rebbe will explain this towards the end of the Sicha, in oisches, uh, that also the shaykhs, also the connection shall my mersheh, uh this statement which is the end call hasoin chulu, uh one of the Lord's is guaranteed to be a Ben Ilum Habo, Lahasuggya shall the to the discussion of the Gamorrah uh beforehand Ib Mesachasnida and Misachasnita. So the Rebbe quotes now from the Gomorra. Omar laid up Shmayol the Rabbi Abu so Rabbi Shmaiye says to Rabbi Amo, maybe I should say, be your if the dam she sees in the Yud Aleph Yoim in the 11 days between Nidus and Nidus, Tahavi Zova. If it's the daytime, she will become anna, a Zova. But Belila, but at the nighttime, if she saw it in the nighttime, Tahavi Nidus, then she is not considered to be. A Zava that is still considered to be a Nidah, like the Hamshakh of the days of Nidas that preceded it. Or Peter Shirashi, as Rashi explains over there, if the sighting was in the daytime then she will become a Zava. Because when you look in the Pasik, the Pasig talks about specifically about daytime, Siv, because the Pasik states. And in Mitzvah tezvow, it says Yomim that she will see it many days. So it you need a daytime in order for deciding of the dam that she should become a zova. Avol roso she continues, but if she saw it during the night time, That does not make her a zova. So Amar loy. So Rabbi Abba responded. And he said, amar I mean, it is for you, uh, for you, Rabbi Shmaiye, that the Pasik specifically says, Al Nidosa, that if she will see, uh, uh, Al Nidosa means over her nidus, which means, which means close to the time of her nidus, which means, when is it the time which is close to her nidas, which means her nidas ends at the day and then come follows the night. Amos Havis, so when is the time, al nidos which means next to, close to nidusa, is Belilio. That is at night time. The over, and the posse calls her a So that means that in order for her to become a zova, she doesn't have to have the sighting, the seeing of the dam during the Daytime, but even the nighttime, she would already become a nida. The Rebbe brings down from Rashi, Pirush Rashi, Somukhli Nidosa is when, is Leil Shmini. That means the night of the eighth. Because the night where the eighth starts, Shaday Yimei, the day of Nidus go for seven days. Kol Shiva, go all seven days, Ad Halayla until the nighttime. So the days of Nidus is Shivas Yomim, that she is Tomei. Kedixiv, Shivas Yomim, So once she sees there is seven days, when do the seven days end? By the seventh day at night time, that it ends, and then it's Al nidosa next to it is beginning the eight day. So the question is, so, what is the connection between Tonod Ve'elioh who talks about learning halaches? How does it relate to the discussion in the Gemara that precedes it about when she becomes a zobah, whether it's a daytime or it's also in the nighttime? Now, who says that there has to be a connection? A matter of fact, Tosfos says that the only reason why the Gemara brings in this statement of Talmud Viljo is to finish with something um, positive. Even though that Tosfos right over there in the on this Gemara, that since he's discussing before about law. My law, but so therefore he wants to bring brings down this sentence to end off with something good. Because so we find by the earlier prophets that they concluded their words with words of praise and words of comfort. So we see that there doesn't have, doesn't seem like there has to be a connection. It's just brought in to finish with something positive. But yet the Rebbe says, HaRikos writes over there, however, quoting HaTalmud Lisaim Agode, Tsas LaHalokha dim Bo. The Talmud should conclude with such statements of the Agode uh, that have some sort of a connection to the halacha in which you finished. So we have to find, so what is the connection? Even though the main goal was to finish with toy, but still the choosing of this specific halacha, we should find how it relates but in Ois Zayin, the Rebbe is going to go into a lengthy explanation how this whole idea of dam uh, represents the level of klipa and how the normal menstrual cycle represents a normal clipper that is within the person and the person's body. You have to push it out. That's why we get rid of the dam once a month. But because it's still a uh, natural way, is every month it reoccurs and you have to push it out. But when it comes to the level of extra dam beyond the time of the time of nidus, that represents a further deterioration, and that's why it requires the seven nikkiyim in order to overcome that. And this is the whole idea behind these various uh, different time frames, as we'll learn inside. And then the Rebbe will tie this to the end of the Meseches, how this connects to the Shoina Alochas Bukhol Yoim, that even in the difficulty, the idea of a Zova, still with the power of Torah, you are able to overcome uh, that as well. But first, let's learn inside now Zayin. Based on the above, we can say, as the Rebbe will say in Isches, but the Rebbe is first introducing by first introducing that which is explained elsewhere, explaining what the sages of blessed memories said. The menstrual blood of Nidos is from the curses that Chava was cursed because of the sin of Eitzadas, which basically means that the dam Nidus represents the sin, the Klola, and of the sin of the Eitzadas. So that means that through this sin of the tree of knowledge in which Chava was involved by listening to the snake and then giving also to her husband, so this sin of Eitz Hadas, that created within Chava an existence of Ra, of evil. Hamizbate which partially expresses itself b'damnida, so the damnida expresses partially that level of existence of ra, which is the damnida, which is dam Tome which is log, which is tomei, that represents the level of ra. but the Jewish body naturally doicha pushes it out outside. That's why the menstrual period comes so it pushes out the, the, the blood outside. Ki kol ve echod nemar. And this is also metaphorically, well not this is, happens to the woman, but this is metaphorically talking about all of Kalal Yisrael, everyone. Each one and one, of nemar, about him is stated, is said, Baatem tiuli mamleches ko'hanim kodesh. You will be to me a kingdom of uh, and a holy nation. So everybody, every yid is a kohen, and every yid is a holy, is a part of the holy nation. And therefore, <laughs> that's why he cannot tolerate existence of ra. So comes the menstrual period, pushes it out. You push it outside. However, but what happens? But still, even while you push it out, you have to go to the mikveh. Mikivon Nimtze Since temporarily, the evil is found, finds himself by him, that he requires to push it out. Nitma ha'odom al So the person has become defiled through that existence of ra. that's what it remains. Tom until he immerses the mikvah, what is the concept of the mikvah? If based on the Rambam, based the Rambam explains what is the idea of the mikvah. So first you have prisha mohara legamri, that you have to totally separate yourself from the evil, and then ubiyah betare, and then you have to come into purities. So you got to get rid of the evil and enter into the mikveh, into the tarah. Biyo is also the bittle. The Rambam explains that you are sort of subjugating your existence by immersing yourself. The amount of a mikveh needs to be water that your entire body can go into that, uh, goes, uh, goes up in it, which means it covers you totally, which represents the idea of uh, of subjugation the idea of bittle and oisiois tibul the word bittle has the same letters as the word immersion because immersion in essence is the level of bittle and then you become that's bia bittara then you are subjugated yourself into the purity and this concept that we say that there is a mitzias of Ra, there is existence of Ra that comes to the person, then you push it away, and then you go to the mikvah. This also explains uh, the basis of the difference between a nida and a uh, zovah. V'zehu gam this is also the basis the difference between a nida and a zovah. What is over? Hainu Isho dam Gimul Yomim, that is a woman who would see Dam in the three three on three consecutive days. Bahayud Yomim on the in the eleven days that are in between the Nidas and Nidas. So those eleven days which technically most women don't see it down then, but she is below so additional, that makes her into Azova. But in this case, the halochah is that she will not become clean. Just by immersion in a mikvah, first she has to count in seven clean days. And furthermore, and if she does not have shiva Nikim, she has to start all over again. If she sees Dam in one of these days, it removes all the Nikim. Just not to confuse, today we all consider, we all do it like the is by a... A Zovah. but this is all talking about Midin Torah, where there is a Navkemina between the time of Nidus and the time of Zava, which is the 11 in between days. but the Nidah, she, ain't shivanikim. she does not, Mina Torah again, does not require the seven clean days. So, what is the difference from the Torah? Why does a Zava need shivanikim and a Nida does not? So it says like this. Mm-hmm. The reason why does a zova count the seven clean days, kosav So the chinuch writes the zova requires quoting the chinuch. The zova requires seven clean days. The flow that extra ziva that points to. This a lot of the extras of the woman, which means that there is extra in the woman, that blood that she is uh, seeing, them even beyond the regular seven days of Ace Nidosov this is the continuation of cleaning out of her blood for more days, these are the days of zova after the days which is customary for most women, which is the, you may need us, she has extra emptying of that blood. And based on we what we explained the four, it's understood that the dam is associated with the metzi with the existence of evil, which relates to Chavah's sin of Eitz The Maa that this, that the Chinuch writes, Al That the Ziva, the flow, that there's more blood coming, that points to the, that there is a lot of extras that this woman carries. Ha'inu Chusa, this means that the connection shall have zovo. The connection of the over to the existence of Ra. So that is more than the usual. So what does this mean? So the rabbi is going to explain that there is sometimes where the Ra is the normal level of Ra. And that's once a month. And then that's sufficient. But sometimes the Ra goes deeper and then you become a Zoboth. Explanation is like this. Yorda zuhamo Through the Sindh of Eitzadas, which, presented by uh, Chavo, there is a zuhamo, a pollution, a dirt came down into the world. A zuhamo. An uncleanliness came down to the world. Sh-yorda, sh-yorda so that man and the world descended from their wholesomeness and from their greatness because mixed into them became now that dirt, that pollution and evil and that remains still with them until the promise will be fulfilled in which the Torah talks about the future that the spirit of impurity I will remove from the land. Up till that time, there is still the level of impurity. In the future redemption, then this zuhamo, this pollution, this polluted uh, level and dirt will totally be nullified and both man and the world will be sorted out and they'll be refined. and they'll be elevated. in total uh sorted or totally elevated Be totally sorted out, totally refined, totally elevated. So what does this mean? sadaas yordo hazuma since this is something which is with us and it'll stay with us until the time of the future when Hashem will remove it, that means that the sin of Etsedas put down this zuham, or this dirt in the human beings. Such a situation—it's in such a way that the evil becomes by them as a natural matter. And the person's service needs to be to push it away. Not to allow it to be by him, but to push it out. That is the blood of the nido. That's an evil that was caused through the sin of the eight And That has become like nature by the person the person needs to distance himself and to clean himself from this evil this is everyone's work is to clean yourself from that zuhama that is become a nature by a person quoting from the Tanya that the measure of the average person, he midas kol odom. The actual, the mida of the Beinuni, the level of the level of Beinuni is the measure that every person needs to uh, imply to his life. And after that, every party should follow. So, so when we talk about this Beinuni, gam Arashaboi, Gambishas the evil that exists by the Bainani, the difference between A tzaddik and a Bainani, that a tzaddik transforms himself, that he doesn't have any Ra. This is all from the Tanya. But the Bainani, uh, even at the time uh, when he even at the time that he's reading the Shema and he's davening, the Bainani, still quoting from the Tanya battle the Gamri, has not been totally Uh, nullified, that only happens by a tzaddik. but by a bainani, the fact that when he's davening, he feels so close to Hashem, he doesn't feel any uh, negative forces within himself, so that is by way of example, like a person who sleeps, so he's able to go back and wake up from his sleep. Likewise, the Ra. By the benini, it's like sleeping. And then he can go back and wake up. This is all from the lashon of the Tanya. So this is, we're talking about the Davnik, the difference between the Benin and Tzadik, but here we're talking about in the general service. The same thing is in the case of this Dirt and the evil should be called that each one possesses. The tumas dam nida we call it here the impurity of the menstrual blood, the blood of nidas. So, the beginning of the month, when the person, the time of nidas, he pushes it out. He has pushed out the impurity and the evil from within himself, because there still babur eizes when some time passes, which is chodesh approximately a month, that's the time when usually is the period the uh, comes back, and the rabbi associates this also with the uh, diminishing of the moon, the moon cycle of the month, in the uh, footnote of here. So, but in any event, once a month is chayzer v'nir hazuma. So then it comes back, it wakes up, that dirt and that evil comes back again. Because that sin of the Eitz which is the root of the evil, has not yet been totally normal. So we need again, once again, you need that service, to push it away, and to clean yourself from that. So that is the natural the uh, cycle, the way it works, that on a monthly basis sort of you have to push it away. but a person who has sinned, and he is blemished. gereres one sin draws with it another sin, which means that he is, didn't push it out, but he Dragged it on. This means that it's possible, it's possible for the evil to arouse even prior that the time comes, in which it comes back and wakes up because the nature of the benoni. So, the nature of the benoni, that blood should have waited and not come back. That evil in the person till the next month. And now it's coming back earlier. And it's understood we're not talking about that it came back earlier. Time wise, that means that there's additional in the existence and the quality of the evil in the person this addition in the existence of Ra, Zuhi, Tomas, Ziva. That is the impurity of Ziva. (laughs) She sees the blood in those days that from the nature, she should not really see them. (laughs) This shows using the quoting the Chinuch that we said before, so much extra that this woman has of this ra. that the evil has increased and has strengthened more than it is in the nature of the sin of the etzadas, which should only be monthly and here there is extra so since we're talking about a further degradation in the evil in the uh, tuma, and therefore in the level of matthias of Ra, is also pushing away this Tuma. It is not sufficient, the order of the service that we normally do of pushing away and purifying. You go to the mikveh, you don't have to wait seven days. So here we need to return to Hashem with a more complete and a wholesome Teshuvah. More. And that's why the Tumas of Ziref Ziva does not become purified. You must have seven clean days. So that the days that follow. The ziva need to be totally clean. Which means you need to be in the totally other side. There should be no totally clean from dam. V'hi he he, Shuva. is, we're talking about the complete, that would be the complete shuvah and the true truth. In our case, as the Rambam writes, in other words, if one goes into one extreme, then he needs to go to the other extreme. He needs extreme tshuva, he needs extreme cleanliness in this case. Rambam writes, that mostly a person should go in the middle way, but if that if a person tilts to one side more than necessary, then his Teshuvah is that he should turn himself to the extreme other side totally. And therefore, if he sees Dam in one of the days, then he pushes down all the days back to the beginning. If you're going to see Dam in one of these days, you're going to have to start counting all over again. For then, this is a proof, evidence that it's not a true tshuva. And that's why only after counting seven clean days consecutively and then she immerses and cleans herself from the tuba So why seven days? Okay, you need more. Why seven? And specifically seven clean days. Because number one, seven is a complete cycle, as the day of the week is this complete cycle. And also it's known, that every day and day of the day, weeks of the day, days of the week, of it does its work. So you make sure that every day of the week is in this level of Nikim. Shal that is, that through the work, the service. Beshiva Yomim ritzufim, Seven consecutive days. It has in itself both the wholesomeness in the person's individual service. yomim that each day of the Shavuot, so it means that you go through every day that special avoda, and your knocking, so that individual day is wholesome. And you also have the wholesomeness in the general service That this whole week a heck of sholem, That the entire surrounding, the entire circle, the entire week is complete. This is a complete shuva in all details, in all aspects. Only through this he is cleaned from this tumor. So here the Rebbe explained very uh, detail and uh, how it is explained in the uh, spiritual level what it means to push away the nidus, what it means when you become a zava, and how this associates with its cleansing process that the natural benuni status would require just once a month. And you still got to go to the mikvah, but you don't have anything special, uh, seven counting of the days. But when you have additional ziva, which would represent additional uh, ra, so then you need to combat it by having Nakim and making sure that the whole circumference the each day and this whole uh, circle of the week is B'Shleimus in order to do tshuva. In Oiz Ches the Rebbe will explain with this understanding that there is a level of deterioration on the spiritual level from the zava over the nida. The Rebbe explains that this was the question in the Gemara uh, that the Gemara had over there whether she can become a Zava at nighttime. Because again, nighttime means at the time when it's dark. Maybe we can't fault the person and say that he's a Zava when you see it at nighttime because it's not your fault. It's a time of darkness. And maybe only be your Mama. And the answer is no, that it's even. Uh, by the night time because you have the koyach where did the koyach come from that's the end of the mesechta let's look inside according to this it's understood the connection the, uh, the, the bringing these two statements and the connection to the discussion in the Talmud beforehand about when the Zovah takes place. The Gomorrah's question is since the difference between a Nidah and a Zovah is as the Rabbi explained in the spiritual level that the blood of nido. Its matter is that that's the arousal of the evil in a usual and natural way by people, and v'dam ziva on the other hand, the blood of the ziva Mo'iri, that shows al cholya and a sickness which is toisves Bimitsiya sarah an additional in the existence of the evil. Eimod the Gemari therefore says be yimamo Maybe only in the daytime. She will become a zavah. Pidush, b'yoy, ziva. When the sighting of the dam in the days of Ziva, who k'sha you have elikim is considered like the sun and the shield. So havayel is shining. That means the sun is out. That's daytime. Meir odom So when the shemesh, the shem hava shines by the world and the person, and yet he is sick like a Buddha Zavah, so then it proves that the lacking is in him is a sickness. Since there is a shine of Hashem in the world, so why would there be there's no room for seeing dam, and therefore be Mama if you see dam, then it means that you're sick. you have this? But if it's during the nighttime, im Dam if this blood he sights at the nighttime, Bizman the time when there's darkness in the world. there is a obscurity of the godly light. It's a moge, it's a it's no, not visible. To have a then she shouldn't be a zav benida. ilom because of the darkness and the nature of the world, maybe the evil has aroused before the usual time because of the situation of the world. It's not his fault. That would not be a matter of a ziva, a sickness in him. Conclusion is habizova. The conclusion is no, as Rabbi Abba says to Rabbi Shmaya that also at night time it's a zova. Kikol so echad veechad it's still a sickness by the person because each one and one of Israel. a matzav in any situation he finds himself. he he has in his power to do his work, his service. lidi isdam that he should not be capable of seeing dam. Even at the time when there's darkness in the world. So that's why even at the night time, it's still considered a level of ziva. So now, where does one get the kayak? Now we're connecting the end, the last statement of the gemara to this statement of the discussion. The power for that service comes from the Torah. Since it's beyond any changes Torah is one That's why it gives strength also to the person. So also he, in his service, is spoiled. he should not be affected by these changes. How has stated him, those obscurity, those blocks, that come into the world. and this is also the it's a strange language he uses over here. When Rababa responds to him, he says, It's upon you that the passage just said. The passage says. What does he mean? Alecha Amar Kro al He says Alecha makra. Kro. Yutoloshim v'shein nerogel. This is a, a extra unusual language. So he says Alecha Alecha over you, which means over you, which means it comes from a surrounding level from the level of Torah. Omar Kro. It's the pasuk. It's the koyach haTorah. That's the Torah. Alecha Amar hinting to the level of Torah which gives the koyach that even in the lilo you shouldn't be, so it still becomes your sickness. And as a follow-up to it, he concludes, anybody who learns halochas every day, etc. that the Torah, and especially halochas, the Rebbe pointed out before, halochas especially has a level of unity. has gives you the power to withstand, stand against all the changes that take place for the detriment, to make it worth, and to serve one's service as he should. And via b'toyisvus, toyisvus explains that Zehu alderich, this end that we're finishing here, this is similar to neviim harishoenim shesimu divrei medivrei shavu chutanchumen that they concluded their words with words of praise and comfort. This is actually a comfort; these last words of the the Gemara of the Chazal of Asherin aloches is comforting. K'gah maimer Zehu in shaltan for this statement is actually a matter of comfort. Lenachem, <laughs> to comfort, to loider and to encourage, as kol Mishon Eifel Mimadrigose, to anyone who falls from their step, from their level. Shatoiren isenus loi, as a ga, shatoiren isenus gam loy as a koyach, that the Torah gives also him the power, his alis alidea vedosei, to elevate himself through his alidea, vaad shalidei haalochis, through the learning of alochis, Halichos oylam loy, that he gets that loy, it comes to him that level, the level of the toiren, he's able to overcome all the difficulties. Or Habo, haba kibshute halichas oylam loy. This is mesichas yudis gisnas tafshin chavdalat.